Let's go. Good evening. Welcome, 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 welcome. Come on in here, come on in here, come on in here. Welcome to the Preacher's Corner. Do me a favor, share this broadcast with some preachers, lovers of preaching, people that just want to hear the word of God. to hit that like button when you come in. We got a good one tonight. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Hey. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Pastor Shirley Lewis, I see ya. Good evening. Good evening, sugar. For my podcast listeners, thank you so much for your downloads and your subscribe. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To the listeners in Belgium, I believe there was another one in Ireland. Praise God for the enlarged territory.
You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an In-House Production. Hey. We in here. We in here. We in here. Do me a favor. If you're anchored in the Lord, go ahead and drop that anchor emoji. Go ahead and drop the anchor emoji. God bless you. We thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Sister Bernicia, we see you. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening. We got a good one. We got a good one. Gotta go. I see your anchors. I see your anchors. We anchored in the Lord. We anchored in the Lord. We anchored in the Lord. Listen. Uh, be sure to check within the description section. There are some discounts. There's some discounts in the descriptions. $15 off on break service. So if you need your brakes fixed, go ahead and click on that link and you will get the discount that you need. We've been approached by several companies for sponsorship and we haven't had an opportunity to go through all of the different contracts and stuff. So that's a good problem to have and we are grateful for everything that the Lord is doing tonight we're going to talk about being better talk about being a better you better me Uh, on my ministries pages I've been doing a lot of posting on uh, uh, being a better you being a better me last week it was the inner the enemy and this week is good behind the theme of respect and honor and so i've been doing a, a little self evaluation so i can grow and be a better man of god a better husband a better pastor a better father just better all the way around and so this uh message from pastor smoking norfolk is awesome it's right on point and it's a lot of the things that we preached and that are bearing clarity to a lot of things that we've said at HOD. So I thank God for the opportunity to even uh, review, break down, and give my my thoughts on such a iconic uh, mouthpiece of the kingdom. He's none other than the senior pastor of Victory Cathedral Worship Center, Southside of Chi-Town. Chi-Town, Chi-Town, Chi-Town. So I'm excited about what we're about to experience. But first, we must do this. And that is to exercise our fair use. Right. Disclaimer. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing, nonprofit, educational, or personal use. Tips to balance in the favor of fair use. This video was made for entertainment purposes and is transformative in nature. We got that out of the way. We got that out of the way. So we are about to get into the message. Listen. I've been excited. I've been enjoying myself. Uh, the podcast is doing wonderful. A lot of downloads across the globe, and it's 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 a privilege 
Well, we, we consider it a privilege and honor to do this live with the, before this audience because the podcasters only get to listen. They only get to listen. They only get to see it live. The podcasters have to see, have to listen to it the day after the show has aired. So those that are tuned in live, they get the full participation, full uh, the full aspect of the whole entire show so without further ado let's jump into it i present the psalm and introduce to others pastor smokey no fool better we're gonna get better just just tell the people around you call somebody in the house and blow their mind say hey hey i, I just want to make sure you know i'm about to be better are you right here we go so how can i become better real simple luke 11 and 24 this is going to be challenging to some people i want to make sure that you grasp this i don't want you to miss this when an impure spirit comes out of a person it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it then it says i will return to the house i left now I want, I want to make sure you don't miss this. When an impure spirit leaves a person, it roams through arid places trying to find a place to rest. And if it finds no other home or no other house or no other person that it can invade their heart, it will return to you. So what has to happen is you have to sweep the house clean before you are able, you have to sweep it clean before you are able to experience fully the deliverance from it and fully the joy and abundance or the righteous life that God wants you to have. You cannot leave it where it is and and his, this is what I figured out if you don't clean it up if you don't sweep the house clean then it will return to you and it will not just come back by itself it's going to come back with seven friends that are worse than it so I don't need an impure and unclean and unholy. I don't need a demonic spirit occupying my heart. But in order for me to personally, if I'm going to be the church, if I'm going to be a part of being the church, I've got to deal with me. And I don't want to give anything opportunity to return, not just by itself, but with seven more that are worse than itself. I don't need those spirits in my life. And I, I want to be better. And this is why I said this was going to be challenging. Because this sermon is not really your warm, fuzzy, feel-good sermon. This is your, ooh, ouch, oh, man, he's talking about me kind of sermon. And I want to make sure that you get this. Because if you don't get this principle, if you don't get these principles, then it's coming back. Did you get that? It's coming back. Are you with me? It's coming back. And it's bringing friends. So whatever you were wrestling with, whatever demonic principality that has kept you from being a better version of yourself, it might leave for a moment. But if you don't do certain things, it's coming back. You've got to sweep the house clean. Let me give you practical steps. Here's what I want to make sure that I do because I don't want you to just be so spiritual. It's like, oh my God, I'm walking in deliverance. Yes, you're walking in deliverance, but there's an enemy who's roaming throughout the land seeking whom he may devour. And he's waiting on the right moment, the right opportunity. So it's not enough that you just have the faith. It's not enough that you put the, the, the spiritual dynamic in place if you don't put the practical understanding or the practical things in place as well for example we must learn the value of r and r did you get it write that down you must learn the value of r and r now let me make sure i qualify this because many of you will see this and you'll say oh yeah i know about rest and relaxation pastor said if i'm going to be better i just need to get more rest i need to re relax that's not for rest and relaxation as a matter of fact that's for remove and replace here's the thing when you re remove something you've got to know that it's necessary to also replace it with something if you do not replace it with something that is godly, that is godly, that is righteous, that is holy, that is, that is healthy, that is beneficial, that is pure, then the other thing is going to come back. I, I started to bring it today. I didn't bring it today because I didn't even want the temptation here right now. But, but I absolutely love carrot cake, not just any carrot cake. I don't like everybody's carrot cake, so don't, don't please members, don't drop off 12 carrot cakes for me this week. Please, I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God. 
but I love carrot cake from Jay Alexander's. Oh my goodness. Carrot cake from Jay Alexander's and you put it in the microwave and just warm it up just a little bit and the icing starts to melt and roll down the sides. Lord, help us. Holy Ghost, help, help me, Jesus. Listen, I love carrot cake from Jay Alexander's. And so here's the thing. Jay Alexander's carrot cake, I, I, as much as I love it, it doesn't necessarily love me as, as much as, as I love it. And so I have to be very careful and very cautious for allergies sake, for, for, for health and for weight sake and for all of the things that I need to be mindful of. And so if I'm trying to break myself from eating Jay Alexander's carrot cake, here's one thing I need to make sure I do. I've got to remove it from my sight I can't have it sitting there if I'm trying not to eat it if I if you if you're trying to get over ice cream if you're trying to get beyond something that whatever it is and I'm using food but this can apply to anything and everything in your life if you need something out of your life and you know that it's causing you to fall to falter to fail to lose you got to remove that thing from your life now if 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 I had carrot cake here and I had one of the ministers come and take the carrot cake away. They removed it. It is no longer in my sight. It is not here. It is not present. But I'm still saying to myself, I will not go get the carrot cake. I will not. I am delivered from the carrot cake. I'm not going to go get the carrot. I will not eat the carrot cake from Jay Alexander's. See, here's the problem. My mind is still on the carrot cake. Even though I have removed it, my mind is still with it. So even though you remove something, you've got to know that if you don't, if you don't replace it with something, your mind is still on that. Now, if I find something else that is an alternative, that is healthy, that is fulfilling, that has natural sugar, or that has things that are, are healthier for my life and my lifestyle and my goals and my objective, then at that point, I have replaced it with something, and now it will fulfill my appetite and my desire, and then I will no longer go after that. Here's the challenge. Most of us, we will remove stuff but we don't replace it with something that is going to be fulfilling and give us the great joy and there was a spiritual side I know I'm my, I gotta say this for my deep saints there, there is a spiritual side to this I understand that when I remove stuff when I take things out of my life when I remove them that, that, that I can do it through the power of the Holy Ghost yes you can yes and then when I, when I feel it with, with things that are, are spiritual like I want to fill it with prayer time I want to fill it with the word of God I want you know if I'm, going, if I'm trying to be delivered from something or remove something from my life so I can be a better version of myself then I can pray yes I can fast hallelujah I can hope and believe God beyond all measure yes God I can decree and declare the things that I want to happen in my life in the earth realm yes you can I can speak the word of God and the word is my weapon and it will ward off every demonic spirit and thought that comes against me yes you can I can cast down every vain imagination that exalted itself before the knowledge of God yes you can but if you don't move the cake you still gonna eat the cake anime so listen it's not enough here's what the Bible says in James faith without works is dead you've got to here's here's what I've learned you can't stay on the mountaintop you can't live in the glory you got to spend some time in the valley you can't walk around all day every day just hoping and believing so there's some things that you're gonna have to change help me let me help you all out I'm gonna make this real personal right now so come closer because I'm about to get all in your business turn the station if you know that's your temptation turn the station that was pretty good right there I gotta write that down if you know this is your temptation turn the station turn the station hey turn the state you can't listen to it you can't listen to it you can't watch it my god if you struggling with one cake at midnight and i'm not talking about the other kind of cake 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 if you know that's your temptation turn the station 
It's just that simple. If you don't put the practical steps, here's the problem. You can't be so spiritually deep that you miss that you need a practical step as well. You got to remove the thing and then you have to replace. Now here's a thought. Instead of replacing it with another station, how about replacing it with sleep? How about I'm going to sleep early? And I'm going to get up early. I'm going to read my word. I'm going to spend time in the word with God. And then I'm going to take off running. And I'm going to exercise. I'm going to get my day going. I'm going to feel so great. I'm going to have a healthier life, healthier lifestyle. And then by the end of the day, I don't have energy to even stay up late where, where things happen uh, at, after midnight. You know, I, 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 wish, I wish the rest of the world wasn't watching because I tell y'all some stuff right now. But let's, let's, let's just read between the lines. You know you need to go go to sleep early you've got to remove and you've got to replace so pastor I think I got it remove replace that's it I don't need to do anything else all that's all I got to do if I do that then I'm going to be better not yet there's more to the story the next thing you got to know is that you have to change your playground this is part of removing and replacing. Now I want to break down how this is to be done. Step one, change your playground. You can't go the places you used to go. You cannot go where you used to go and expect that you're going to have a different outcome. If you're dealing with an addiction, the last thing you need to do is be around a house of addiction or a house where everything that you're addicted to is being made available, is being offered. Someone who is recovering from drugs cannot hang out in a drug house. If you are an alcoholic and you're recovering from the addiction of alcoholic, guess what? It's not really wise for you to hang out at the bar because all of the triggers all the little things that cause you to be a, a, a worse version of yourself, not a better version of yourself, will be presented to you. And this is what I know about temptation. You, your spirit is willing. But can we talk about your flesh? It's weak. It just be calling me and be calling me. As much as you try, as much as you say, if you put yourself in a position where you're around what is, tempta is temptation for you, and this is what you need to know. Temptation for you is different than temptation for her, and temptation from her is different from what's temptation for me, and temptation for me is different. You get it? Everybody has their own vice. That's why the Bible says, beware of the wiles of the devil. The word, the word wiles in the text means the road in. Everybody has different roads in. And so you have to learn what are those roads. And if you made a decision that you're no longer going to hang out on those playgrounds or you're going to have to change your places, then you need to know that you cannot keep those roads open. Now, let's get a little deeper right here. In Proverbs 3 and 33, the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked. You've got to know that some places you are going have already been cursed or have a curse on them. And so you can't hang out in cursed places and think that you're going to be able to be a better version of yourself or to be transformed into the place that Jesus wants you to be. It's not going to happen. So, so let me help you out. You can't hang out in the strip club and think that God's going to be able, his blessing is not on that house. Some of you in the nightclubs, God's blessing is not on that house. Most of the time, they are dens of iniquity. And I may be in trouble with the club owners, but I got to tell you what God says, and that's the truth. That you cannot hang out in a blessed place. And so many people, I've heard this, you know, I, I need to keep my marriage spicy, so we're going to go, we're going to go to the strip club. I just do that to keep my marriage. So you're going to take your spouse, your mate, you're going to take them to a cursed house. That's how you're going to try to keep things, and you're going to expect the blessing of God to be on your house. No, you got to know that the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked. So that means there's some places I just cannot go. Has nothing to do with me being sinful for walking in there. No, I'm not sinful for walking in there. But I don't want to take the risk of being pulled into what I am now is surrounded by. The other thing I want you to look at is Proverbs 2, 16 and 18. Wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman. Better. We're going to better. We're going
better we're gonna get better just just tell the people around you call somebody in the house and blow their mind say hey hey i, I just want to make sure you know i'm about to be better are you right here we go so how can i become better real simple luke 11 and 24 this is going to be challenging to some people i want to make sure that you grasp this i don't want you to miss this when an impure spirit If you know that's your temptation, and this is what I know about temptation, you your spirit is willing, but can we talk about your flesh? It's weak. It just be calling me and be calling me as much as you try, as much as you say. If you put yourself in a position where you're around what is temptate is temptation for you, and this is what you need to know: temptation for you is different than temptation for her, and temptation from her is different from what's temptation for me, and temptation for me is different. You get it? Everybody has their own vice. That's why the Bible says, "Beware of the wiles of the devil." The word the word wiles in the text means the road in. Everybody has different roads in, and so you have to learn what are those roads. And if you made a decision that you're no longer going to hang out on those playgrounds or you're going to have to change your places, then you need to know that you cannot keep those roads open. Now, let's get a little deeper right here. In Proverbs 3 and 33, the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked. You've got to know that some places you want you to be. It's not going to happen. So, so let me help you out. You can't hang out in the strip club. And think that God's going to be able, his blessing is not on that house. Some of you in the nightclubs, God's blessing is not on that house. Most of the time, they are dens of iniquity. And I may be in trouble with the club owners, but I got to tell you what God says, and that's the truth. That you cannot hang out in a blessed place. And so many Somebody people have heard this, you know, I, I need to keep my marriage spicy. So we're going to go, we're going to go to the strip club. I just do that to keep my marriage. So you're going to take your spouse, your mate. You're going to take them to a cursed house. That's how you're going to try to keep things. And you're going to expect the blessing of God to be on your house. No, you got to know that the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked. So that means there's some places I just cannot go. Has nothing to do with me being sinful for walking in there. No, I'm not sinful for walking in there, but I don't want to take the risk of being pulled into what I am now is surrounded by. The other thing I want you to look at is Proverbs 2, 16 and 18. Wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman. You got to be careful of cursed houses cursed places it's not necessarily that the person is cursed it's not necessarily that 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 you are cursed when you walk in but when you go into an accursed place you are subject to what's happening on that in that environment how many people have we heard of who just showed up at a place and because they were there they got into the trouble or even lost their lives just because they were there we say it this way you're in the wrong place at the wrong time at the end of the day, you are in a place that had the curse of whatever d demonic principality was arresting it, whether it be violence, whether it be lasciviousness, or whether wh whatever it is. And just by virtue of you being there, things, derogatory, negative, bad things are the outcome. Watch this. And surely, the adulterous woman is what we're talking about. Her house leads down. That means it is a progression. It may not even be instantaneous. It is a downward progression that over a course of time, you lose identity. You lose, you lose uh, your, your spiritual fortitude. You lose your relationship with God until finally you find yourself in death. Financial death, spiritual death, emotional death, and her path to the spirits of the dead. You got to know that, that there's, there's, there's some places that you're not going to be able to go. And in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 22, it says abstain from all appearance of evil here's this is all a part of changing your playground i can't hang out where i used to hang out that, that i mean it, it says shun all appearances of evil i can't tell you how many things i've turned down just because i don't 
I cannot allow myself to be associated in a way that would impugn the integrity of God's glory in my life or even cause my brother to stumble. I, I can't tell you how many things I've, I've turned down, how much money I've walked away from. I, I remember not uh, many years ago now, several years ago now, uh, that the lottery approached me. And through, through an agency that I was dealing with, they, they approached me and they wanted me to just come down. And they were doing something incredible. They literally were doing something amazing because they were sowing money into the community. They were giving money to libraries. They were, they were going to position it in the, in the heart of an underprivileged community. And they wanted me to stand there and be a part of presenting the check. And they just wanted to take my picture. So they offered me $10,000 just to say cheese. Did you get it? Yeah, it hurt. No, no, it, 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 it hurt for real. It hurt right here. It hurt because I had to tell them no. Yeah, it was that hard. No, but when I weigh it against what I am actually going to benefit or gain, it was an easier no to give because I recognize and I realize that I got to change my playground. It's not a necessarily that, you know, somebody's going to go to hell or somebody's going to lose their house. I can't perpetuate a, a system of this world that really is built on the spirit of mammon or the love of mammon. I can't perpetuate that and then preach godly stewardship on the next Sunday. So I have to be very guarded, very careful, very cautious about my playground. And that means there's some things that you might want to do. Everything that you can do is not wise for you to do. Just because it's lawful does not make it expedient. And then there's Psalm 84 and 10. Pay attention to this. I don't want you to miss this. A single day in your courts. This is David's response. David says, listen, I know I got to change my playground, but here's what I've concluded in my heart. A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in your house, God, than to live a life in the homes of the wicked. David says, I'd rather... I'd rather be an usher, a greeter. I'd rather work on parking and security. I'd rather be a minister in the house of God. I'd rather be whatever it is, a, a psalmist in the house of God, than to dwell my days in the homes of the wicked. Because the wicked, the house of the wicked is cursed. And I am subject to whatever curse is on the house just by being associated, affiliated, or a part of it. So David's answer was perfect. He said, I'd rather serve and worship in your presence i'd rather serve in your house than to live in the house of the wicked doesn't matter how much money it offers doesn't matter how much increase popularity fame celebrity i'm to obtain god i'd rather serve your house than all of these things let me just give you my own testimony i gotta get personal i'm gonna get in my business just for a minute and then i'm gonna push you right back out of it watch this I could have stayed in the music business when God assigned me the opportunity and the, and the responsibility to pastor his people. I walked away from a thriving career in music. I mean thriving and I cannot stress that enough thriving in every single way. But God says, no, I need you over here. I need the grace that I have I've deposited into your life. I need the anointing that I have blessed you and wrapped around your gift. I need, I need the sacrifice that, that, that you promised you would give on my sake, for my sake and for my glory. I need your gifts for my kingdom and for my cause. And so, after a wrestling match, after a tussling match, after some time had passed, I finally yielded. Let me just testify. And this is just giving you a generality. God has been good. He has been faithful. Everything that I thought I'd lost, God has blessed me with 10 times that. He has given me 10 times more peace, more favor, more increase, more, more abundance, more health. He has given me mercy. He has shown me God has been good. Choosing is the best decision for my life. I know some friends. I've got some friends who have, who have kept their path and who stayed their course and they have suffered the consequence. So being a doorkeeper, serving God, jumping in and deciding to be a, an active victim 
Tree Walker. Serving God's people has been the most rewarding, most fruitful, most blessed part of my, of my journey. And in addition to that, let me give you step two. Because I don't want to leave you hanging. I got to rush through this. Now, change your playground. But here's the thing. Don't just change your playground. Change your playmates. Yeah, you can't just leave the playground and invite them to your house. You got to change your playmates. In 1 Corinthians 15 and 33, don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company corrupts good character. It does not matter who you are. You are not exempt from this reality. This truth will arrest your life. It will invade your heart. It will take authority over everything connected to you. One of the most important decisions that you're going to make is who are your friends and associates, who you hang out with. Because those, if you want to see your future, look at your friends. Whoever you hang out with is a direct connection to your, your network and your net worth. They are synonymous with each other. Who you hang out with, who you associate with, who you assimilate into, that's a great indicator of who you're going to be, what you're going to have, and where your life is going to go. You become what you behold. Put that way you can feel it. You become what you behold. So if all you see is all you see, then that's all you'll see. Did you get it? Yeah, I'll do it one more time for you in the back section. All you see is all you see is all you see. It's real simple. I, I know it sounds like, oh, that's heavy, that's deep. No, no, it's not. If all you behold, if all you look at is broke people, you're going to be broke. Did you get that? If all you hang around is people who eat unhealthy and who are obese and who do, who do not have a health conscious lifestyle, guess what? When they say, hey, you know, you want to go grab some, let's go grab a burger or let's go grab, you know, whatever it is, you know, that's, that's where you're going, where they go. So you got to be around people who look like where you're going or what you want for your life. That is one of the most important decisions in your life. And Lot's family, talking about Lot in the Bible, I don't have time to break it all the way down, but Lot's family was influenced by the inhabitants of Sodom. And it led he and his family down into destruction, into sin, even to the point that his wife, she was so tempted by what she had come out of that when the, when, when, when the instruction was given, don't turn back, she turned back and turned into a pillow of salt. So you got to mind, be mindful that this is not something that has not been proven. This is not something that has not been perpetuated and seen. But it happened for many years. This principle has been here to govern our lives. We just have not honored it. In addition to that, Aaron. Aaron listened to the unfaithful people when they were saying, we need to worship. We need a God. Make us a calf. Give us a golden image. Come on, give us something that we can worship. If Moses is taking too long. Moses is up in the mountains and he's talking to God. He's receiving instruction from God. He's getting what he needs in order to lead God's people into the land that God promised them. And in the interim and in the meantime, Aaron, who knew who God was, who was, who was a faithful servant of Moses, Aaron, who knew better, ended up giving in to the will of the people and they influenced him to build a golden calf. And you know the rest of the story. If not, go check it out. It's in Genesis, uh, Exodus. I want you to read it. I want you to know this. And then Solomon's wisdom. Solomon's wisdom could not protect him from the influence of his pagan wives. All of the wisdom in the world. But because he was around pagan wives, because he was around non-believing women, it influenced his decisions and ultimately became a part of his journey. I don't care who you are and how strong you think you are. You cannot hang out with the wrong people and come out with the right answer. You're going to have to change your playground and you have to change your playmates. And then lastly, in Proverbs 13 and 20, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Who you are around, who you are with, determines your outcome. Check your friends at the door. Check your list right now. You need to go through the Rolodex of your own mind, and you need to figure out who needs to go, and who can I still play with? Who can I still hang out with and who do I need? And, and, and this is what you'll get. You acting funny. No, I'm acting like I want to be transformed. I don't want to drink with you no more. 
I don't want to have sex with you anymore. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. I don't want to go to those places. There's no life in those places. There's no grace and there's no benefit. There's no increase. There's no joy. There's some things that I just, I'm, I'm not willing to do because I'm really trying to be transformed. I don't want to be a church person who acts one way at church, who shouts and dances, and falls out and rolls in the floor at church, and then I go and I'm in the world, I'm acting a different way. I don't want to be that. So they will say, you're acting funny. They will look at you and say, you tripping. What's wrong with you? You think you better than us. No, but I want to be better. Not just than you. I want to be better than the old me. I want to be better than my old self. You're not my model. You're not my plumb line. You're not my standard. You're not my expectation. I want to be more like him. And so that means I got to change my playground and I have to change my playmates. But also, I've got to change my playthings. Oh, I know it sounds worse than it is, but I promise you it's not that bad. Changing your playthings is simple. 1 Corinthians 13 11. When I was a child, I, I used a child, uh, childish words. I thought as a child, I reasoned as a child. I, I, when, I, when I became a man, I did away with childish things and I decided. I've got to put away some things, some things that I'm going to have to release and remove some ambitions. Watch this. Some plans. Ah, that's a hard one. That one hit me right here. Plans. I got to let my plans go because they're not in the plan of God. They're not in the will of God. They're not in the way of God. That's one of the hardest things in the world. I, I can tell you from firsthand experience, when you pray the prayer, thy will be done, be clear. You're saying, God, even if your will is not in my wish, I release it. That's challenging. I'm not even going to play like it's easy. That's why you need the grace of God. That's why you need the glory and the power of God to help you, to strengthen you. You do the practical things, but you can't leave out the spiritual things either. You've got to have both. You have to have God's grace and his might. Because in your weakness, that's when God's strength will kick in and your life will be made or be, be perfected. In 1 Peter 3 and 1, it says, Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husband, that if any obey not the word, they are also maybe they also rather may be one without the word, without though pay attention to this. They may be one without the word by the conduct of their wives. They may be one without the word by the conduct of their wives. The scriptures may explain that there are some wives just because you you develop a strong relationship with God. You're not confrontational with him because you're too busy trying to be uh, communal with, with God. And so because of that, the Bible says that husbands can be one just because you remain righteous. Just because you remain in the grace of God. You stay in the will of God. Your conduct can affect. And this is not my opinion. I don't want you to think I'm just saying this because it's convenient for me. No. This is the word of God. Your own husbands that if any obey not the word, if they don't have a relationship with God, they may be one without the word just by watching you. So here's the thing. If it works for wives and husbands, guess what? It works for people. That's what that means. That people's, con people's observation of your conduct can affect how they are won over to the goodness of God. They can be won just because you decide to act appropriately. Look at this text right here. In 1 Peter 2 and 12. People who don't believe are living all around you. And they may say that you are doing wrong. So live such a good life that they will see the good you do. And they will give glory to God. They are watching us. They are watching us. We who are believers. We who are the disciples of not the church. We who are true disciples. They want to know. How are you behaving? With all of the unrest. With all of the chaos that's surrounding this election. With all of the people that are attacking us on our social media feeds. They want to know. How are you acting? You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT.
Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an in-house production. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Man, I hope y'all got some good nuggets. I got some good ones. I got some good ones. I got some good ones. And y'all was y'all were lighting it up in the comments. I enjoyed reaching each and every one of the comments. The first thing I got is that we learn the value of all and all. We have to remove and replace. Man, speaking from experience, um, when 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 I was dealing with my addiction of alcohol. I had to, the step-by-step program that didn't work, uh, uh, going to the classes and none of that, none of that work. I had to replace the alcohol with something positive. And what I did every time I, I thought about drinking and every time I thought about, uh, smoking some, some, some blunts or anything like that, I did push-ups. I went swimming and went jogging. So I did X, I, I replaced it would exercise uh when i wanted to quit smoking uh i i i bought a bunch of sunflower seeds ate a bunch of candy every time i thought about smoking i replaced it with something so i i i know that to be true you have to remove and replace how many of us know that many of us are not consistent at being a better me we'll start We'll start working on uh, uh, correcting our habits, uh, bettering our attitudes, or uh, trying to be a, a better believer, trying to do this better. But as soon as the, the temptation comes, soon as the turmoil comes, as soon as it hit the fan, we're back to normal, back to our regular, our regular place of, of ignorance, or of being mean, or... or being a pop-off king or queen or being confrontational opposed to being consistent and being a better us. Number three, uh, find something good to replace your bad habits with. I just spoke about that one. Change your playground. Change your playground. Oh, man. You, you, you can't go to the same places that that you, you used to cut a rug and and cut up and and hang out with the same people i i believe uh it's it, it was good to see brother bodine he's been tuning in on each and every one of the broadcasts and when i spoke to him and saw him and, and gave him the invitation to to come to church it had been 20 years since he seen me and the last time he saw me, I had a forty ounce. The last time he saw me, it, it was it was it was less turn up. But it took me twenty years to go back down that road, to go back and holler at my partner. So I got myself right. That way, when I come back, I'm strong enough to pull them to where I am. I can't go back to the to the weed house. If I'm 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 fresh off of uh, 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 getting getting blunted up, I can't go back to the strip club if if I'm only been a month out of the strip club. I can't go back to the crack house if I'm if I'm just now getting over the addiction. So we have to change our playground, change the places you go, turning down things. Number six, turning down things that doesn't look right. For the kingdom. I love when he said that he turned down the opportunity to 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 represent a certain whatever it was for, for some money. And it didn't line up to who he is and what he represents. That hit home with me because of some of the some of the, the sponsorships that I received is not gonna line up that what I represent say for instance uh, uh, I got an email for growth enhancement that's not going to line up with the preacher's corner just because we want a dollar no we're not going to fold over like that so so we we have to be mindful 
uh, of what the things that we accept. Uh, or we cannot let our good be spoken evil of. That's why you don't see me going out to uh, taking pictures with anybody that that are known uh, criminals or, or you know uh, or uh, known to go do this and known to go do that, and so the people could say, "Hey, what pastor doing with such and such? Why is he there? What's that in his cup?" So we don't we don't want to leave room for anybody to speak evil or or bad about our name about what we represent i love the fact that he said he turned down big money in order to keep his integrity i turned down plenty of jobs to to pastor i turned down uh jobs that that only want you to work on sundays and and wednesdays and i turned it down because i know the call that I have upon my life. Um, he said, change your playmates. You got to change your playmates. You can't play with the same people that you used to swing with. You can't play with the same people you used to chunk rock with and, and hide your hand. You can't play with the same gossipers and, and, and hell raisers. You can't play with them and, and expect to grow the way God expects you to grow. Uh, number eight, you can't just leave the playground and not change your playmate. You become what you behold. Y you are what you eat. The birds of a feather flock together. You, you, you are a, 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 a product of your surroundings. He says, look at your friends. If your friends is broke, you, you more than likely will be broke if, if your friends ain't saved you more than likely won't be saved so i myself continue to surround myself around individuals that are that are either push me or be able to pour into me not to continue to take away from me or pull me into a, a direction that i should not go first let say they are stumbling blocks that's indeed they are you can't hang with the wrong people and think you'll come out with the right answers. Oh my God. Man, this dude was preaching tonight, man. I love every aspect of this message, man. Because I am I am truly on this mission to become a better person, a better, a better preacher, a better teacher, a better, 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 better. I, I don't want to to resemble anything that I look like not even two years ago i want to see growth i want i want to see growth in 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 every aspect of my life and with this just being the fourth episode i can see growth even in this when when i first began this journey it was a experiment just so i get over the the embarrassment of my speech impediment but i've noticed that the shell i've come out of the shell no longer afraid of stuttering and embarrassed by by stuttering or getting tongue-tied i just continue to keep rolling and so i'm encouraged and i and and i'm i, I want individuals to, that are listening and that are viewing to be encouraged as well if this is something that you are inspired by to become better in every aspect of your life i understand that this is not a it's not an easy walk it's not uh, uh something that will happen overnight and we must be content with doing and running this race let's go back and look at some of the comments uh lady maybe i'm on a mission to be better to be better praise god praise god snacks that's brother vaughn even paul had to sit and learn study under a nice before he was able to go amen that's good that's good um pastor shirley lewis said beautiful word tonight beautiful word 
tonight. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't know how far I can go back. Let's see. Uh, I see a good one here. As a leader, you cannot listen to people, especially when you're seeking God. People will have us off track, especially when they're not saved. They, they'll have us all the way off track. And and uh, we, we'll forget about everything that we've we've learned listening to listening to people everything has a season including friends you got that right uh cut those friends loose not everyone is willing to give up everything and follow jesus the tax collector was not willing to give it all up and follow jesus y'all had some good comments in here y'all had some great comments great insight Great insight. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I pray, God, that y'all will help. I help, help, and enjoy this segment, this podcast. Um, we, we can't leave. I have decided, determined, I'm committed. Without encouraging us to run the race, it's it's gonna be hard. It's it's gonna be difficult to uh, pull away from the stumbling blocks, the distractions, whether they be our family, friends. Uh, uh, we've been knowing each other for 20, 30 years. We've been riding for 20, 30 years. But in order for you to be better, you have to choose, decide to run the race for the Lord. You got to run the race for the Lord. You got to continue to be encouraged, steadfast, studying your word, replacing and removing things at all costs from our lives. Let's pray. Father God, we bless you. We magnify you. We adore you for who you are in our lives, God. God, we thank you for this ministry opportunity. God, we thank you for the individuals that have you that are tuned in on the podcast. God, we just bless you and magnify you for the eagerness and lovers of your word, God. For the individuals that are struggling to become better, pray right now that you provide the strength and endurance that they have a stronger mindset to continue to walk for you to continue to talk and witness for you forgive them for all of their sins and blot out all of their transgressions even now Lord we declare and decree in Jesus name to be better be better sons and daughters of you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Make up your mind. But I'll run till I finish. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed. We hope you've been blessed. We hope you enjoyed. Listen, we won't be here tomorrow night. We'll be on. HODTV for Rewind Bible Study. And we'll be back Thursday night with another episode of The Preacher's Corner. I want to leave you with this thought and encourage you 
to dream big, use kind words, say I love you, say please and thank you, be grateful, help others, don't whine, be silly, keep calm, and carry on. That's my time. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. This is our in-house production. This is our in-house production. This is our in-house production. This is our in-house production.